0: Hey, welcome to Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, known on the show as Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart.
1: And I am Jordan Morris, nickname Boy Detective.
0: It's the second week of the Maximum Fun Block Party. You can find more information at MaximumFun.org slash Block Party. But we hope that you will take this opportunity to check out some Max Fun shows you've never checked out uh, or to recommend this show or your other Max Fun shows to your pals, uh, because these weeks we are producing shows that we think are some of our best work and uh, most accessible work. So it's a great time to to recommend a show. We're also doing all, all kinds of stuff, uh, games, uh, stuff happening on social media, all, all that good stuff you can find at MaximumFun.org slash block party. But most importantly, we want to thank you for being part of MaxFun and thank you for sharing our work with other people. It means a lot to us. We don't have a marketing budget. You know what I mean? This is what we do. We just uh, uh, say thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing what we do with other people. It means a lot.
1: Yeah, and if this is your first time checking out the show, welcome. We hope you enjoy it. This episode will be uh, light on the running jokes. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you are a Jordan Jesse Go fan and you've been uh, wanting to recommend the show to friends but aren't quite sure where to tell them to start, uh, this episode is great. This is one of our favorite uh, recurring guests who is always hilarious. And uh, yeah, we think it'll be a fun time
0: for everybody. Let's get into the episode.
1: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
0: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse the Juice Man Thorn. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Getting ready for your uh, big role in
1: a Marvel movie? So have you started juicing? Yeah,
0: that's exactly what's going on. Um, I'm on the roids right now, Jordan. So if there's any rages, it's sort of not my fault. Who Who are you playing? Um... Well, not Mr. Mitzopitolic cuz he's a, he's friends with Superman. That's a DC guy. Yeah. But I definitely think that when Mr. Mitzopitolic
1: makes his way into the DC universe, he should be
0: jacked.
1: I know he's <laughs> yeah, like well, in the comics, you know, he's like a 30s character and he's like a little you know elf guy in a top hat. But I think like when we see him, yeah. we want to see that groin V muscle. You know that you know that groin that yeah. groin V
0: yeah, the one that points to the dick. I know yeah. it. Um, you know how our, uh, you know how our friend, past guest of this program, Kumail Nanjiani, is a movie star now, and he got really jacked. Yes. Um, I think that's kind of the end game for Carrot Top is he's going to play jacked Mr. Mitzi Oh shit! That is
1: good casting. That is Thank good
0: you. casting. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I think that
1: like, um, I don't know if you saw this today. This was a big Twitter thing today. Obviously it'll be a little old when this comes out, but there Steve Harvey posted a photo in like an all green suit Uh and people, and it has gotten people demanding a Steve Harvey Riddler, which I could not be more in favor of as (laughs) someone who watches 10 hours of family feud a week. There's nothing I want more than for Steve Harvey to be the Riddler. So yeah, I mean, I think this, what this is pointing to is kind of a like Batman's rogues gallery made up of all like comics, comics, who are still popular today but reached the zenith of their popularity in the late 80s.
0: Yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, where are you imagining Howie Mandel fitting into this? Ooh, I mean, God. Ooh, can I suggest something, Jordan? Yeah, sure. if you got one. Catwoman? Gotta
1: be Rita Rudner. Oh, yeah. Rudner is Catwoman. Yahoo Serious is Mr. Freeze. (laughs) And of course, Gallagher as Commissioner Gordon. (laughs) I know he's... Not a rogue, he's one of Batman's friends, but <laughs> yeah, let's just not fill a out rogue. The cast.
0: Yeah, Batman. That's part of Batman's friend gallery. Yeah. <laughs> Who else would you say is his top friends? You got Robin. Robin. You got um Butler, Butler Al. Yeah. Uh <laughs> sure. And then do you think Batman has like some friends from high school that come over sometimes? They like here's what here's what Batman does with his friends from high school.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there's that like week where everybody goes back home for Thanksgiving, uh-huh, and they like get together at the Irish pub in their town, mm-hmm. like the day after Thanksgiving, or like at night once everybody's done eating, he sees his friends from high school, and they have a couple too many black and tans, and they have a good cry, yeah, <laughs> over what could have been, you know,
0: yeah, maybe Batman has sex with a girl from high school that had a crush on him, but he was too closed off to notice, right, right, exactly. He's never noticed. Uh, I
1: I want that for Batman. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do. I want that too. Just a connection. God, yeah, absolutely. Just even if it's transitory intimacy, I want it for him. And then you don't spend your life worrying about what could have been. Right. I mean, he'll probably still worry about what it would have been like had his parents not been brutally murdered in front of him. So, Jesse, this is so funny that we're we're talking about this today, because tonight,
1: this very night... Your Uh, parents are going to be brutally murdered. My parents? Yes, I'm going to see Zorro with them (laughs) near Crime Alley. (laughs) We're going to go home through Crime Alley. Um, You know, you usually wouldn't go that way, but uh, the Joker's planning a protest.
0: With the lockdown and everything, it's been hard to find places for your mom to wear her furs. Right, yeah. Uh,
1: Tonight, I'm going to my 20th high school reunion. Wow. Yeah, put off a year because of COVID, but... um, Uh, Yeah, I mean, just based on what we're talking about, I just hope I get a chance to fuck Batman. (laughs) But (laughs) if not him, my second choice is millionaire Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So one of those two,
0: ideally we all have a three way. They have similar, similar vibes, I would say. Wouldn't you say they got similar vibes? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. One's well, Batman. Just, and one's millionaire Bruce yeah. Wayne. So. Yeah, they seem like they have similar vibes to me, but maybe it's just me. Yeah, that's you. Maybe it's just me. I uh, I, I had a I had a migraines every day for like three weeks, so uh, I had to go on steroids. Okay. This is what they do to stop. Because when you take a lot of migraine medication, it just makes you have more migraines after a while. And um, so they put me on roids. And I don't know if I'm feeling anything from the roids, but I like having that to fall back on. Oh, like if, if
1: something happens, you can just blame the roids?
0: Like when Jose Canseco was, I mean, I know I've mentioned this a number of times because it's the most important thing that happened in my entire childhood. But when Jose Canseco got pulled over going like 115 miles an hour in, a, in his Porsche, and he said that it was because it, it it was knocking and pinging, so he wanted to see what would happen if he put jet fuel in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just now is like, oh yeah, it's the roids. You know, it's just roiding. There you go. You know, I just want to make some choices like that. Wow, this is only a five day course of steroids, six day course of steroids. So. I only, I already did one, one and a half days of steroids. So I only have like three days to make bad decisions and blame it on the roids. And I haven't even, I don't even have ideas for what to do. Dude, you should throw out a box without cutting it up first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man. And then go, oh, the fucking roids. I just forgot to cut up this box.
0: Oh God, that would be, that would be truly like, if you put a list of bad, of bad decisions I could make for my life right mm-hmm. now, and one of them was like getting on the freeway accidentally strike a woman pushing a baby stroller on the freeway uh, knock her to this onto the freeway drive away without saying anything mm-hmm. i think not cutting up a box before i put it in the recycling bin giving the number of people who live in my house and the number of boxes we have would be more catastrophic for me right like I would have to deal with the emotional ramifications for the rest of my life uh, with not knowing what happened to that woman and the baby that I pushed onto the freeway. Yeah, or an
1: I know what you did last summer situation. Yeah. Where she comes back and hooks you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers for that movie that
0: came out when I was 14. Um, but I think that dealing with the like most of my emotional energy as a father of 3 uh, who orders everything via online shopping is dedicated towards how am I going to get all these fucking boxes into this recycling yeah. bin. That's why you got to cram them in their hole while you're juicing. I'm sitting here at my desk recording Jordan, Jesse go. I have this box opening device at the ready. Nice. This is, it's both a box opening device and a hooking device, by the way, perfect for hooking. Oh, if you know what someone did sure. last summer. Oh man, Um, you could really get some revenge on some teens. But this is the best. Now we're just getting into serious things about opening, cutting down boxes. We'll introduce our guest momentarily. This is this is the most amazing tool. Yeah, sorry, Sarah, you're actually
1: bumped. You're bumped.
0: You're bumped for a piece of plastic. You can go and you get this for like two (laughs) dollars on your popular internet websites. And it's got Mm -hmm. like a it's got like a hook, a pointy plastic hook, and then on the other side with a blade inside it, so you can drag it. But then it's got this roundy part for poking. God, I love opening boxes. Man, that could go right into Skeet Ulrich's eye. Ah, yeah. I
1: think he was in. I know you would. Yeah, I don't really
0: know who he is. I mean, maybe I'm confusing it with Scream. He's an actor who uh, has a distinctive name. Beyond that, I have nothing. Maybe Jamie oh. Kennedy was in it, who knows? That's a great guess. Yeah. Our guest on the program is a spook enthusiast. She's a comedy writer. She's the co-author of the best-selling graphic novel, Bubble. Uh, she's a good friend of ours for many years, the great Sarah Morgan. Joining us from across the pond. Hi, Sarah, how are you?
2: Hi, ahoy, ahoy, everyone, I'm all right. I appreciate you <laughs>
0: displaying for the podcast audiences a copy of Bubble. Hey, uh- in the go. background, oh, of I your nearly had it. Then,
2: hang on, hey, zoom crushing. shot. There you go, there you go. Uh,
0: the bubble is crooked, <laughs> and Sarah is pretending like she's holding it up.
1: <laughs> I think she's doing.
0: Uh, I was, I was think she's doing, doing. I was the doing head kids crusher the from Kids in the Hall. Yeah, you go uh, crushing, your, crushing face. your head. There you go, pinching your face. Yeah. I've Sarah, got quite a few copies. No
2: one wanted us no one wanted one. <laughs> Sarah got <laughs> a give huge them box away. of these things. Can't <laughs> give them away to British people. They're not interested.
0: Sarah, um, do you have any ideas about uh mistakes I could make while I'm juiced?
2: Oh, um have you what about having very, very small, hard, tiny testicles?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to he have is a little, way ahead of you. Two <laughs> steps
0: ahead of you. Little, be specific. <laughs> I mean just then garbanzo. you can blame it on the roids.
2: Blame it on the juice, baby. I
0: love that. Lizzo for you there. Rock solid (laughs) balls.
1: Oh, that was good. That
2: was a solid Lizzo, right? (laughs)
1: Very good Lizzo. You've got a great Lizzo. Thanks, friends. Um, Sarah, do you. Okay, two questions. Mm. Um, One. Was Skeet Ulrich in I Know oh What You did Last Summer? As a oh. horror fan, I think you'll be able to I am,
2: this. but I was, a, yeah, I, oh God, Skeet? Hang on, I, I can type it in. Uh, I have the device <laughs> right in front of me. Skeet Ulrich. Looks like. No.
0: No, I think he's in Scream. No. Scream. He's a
2: Riverdale
0: parent now. I haven't That's, seen any okay. of those. I haven't even seen one of them.
2: Apparently there's an episode of Riverdale where they do uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I'm now so confused as to what this program for children might be that I'm going to have to, it's like five seasons in. I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) I think I saw a little thing and I basically keep up with Riverdale because like there's a section of Twitter that tweets exclusively about Riverdale and they'll kind of make their way into my feed sometimes.
2: You want them to be your friends.
1: Talking
0: about Dave Shumka.
2: Yeah. Jordan, those kids will like you for who you are. Stop trying to impress
1: them.
0: But I I just want (laughs) to pretend like I watch Riverdale and try and...
1: So the people, the teen... Who are they? Who watches it? Anyway. So, and I guess like Sabrina the Teenage Witch is now in Riverdale. So with your reveal that they can also do Hedwig and the Angry Inch, I think Riverdale is just whatever. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I suspect so. I think there's probably a showrunner who just knows that the beautiful people will move around on the screen in pleasing shapes and colours, and then yeah. then then he just puts like- things he likes on them. They're like, listen, we've been doing
1: this for 10
0: seasons. As long as Jughead takes his shirt off. He's
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I got the rights to the characters from Omega Man. Let's fold them in. <laughs> Chuck Heston's gang- still alive. <laughs> a sexy <laughs> a sexy version of the F Troop gang is going <laughs> to join. I got a couple Animaniacs, not the main ones. <laughs> <laughs> we have, yeah, we have Chicken Boo and
1: Slappy Squirrel. <laughs> Some um, of the Heathcliff gang, not, not Heathcliff. Heathcliff. We just have some fish bones that he
2: pulled out of his mouth. <laughs> That's the one thing you've about you've got Heathcliff. the and company from Heathcliff Company, yeah. right? Yes, <laughs> got Denver the Dinosaur. No, and have the company,
1: yeah. Uh, Sarah, as a noted horror fan, you have a, a, a <laughs> that podcast sounded like about so horror. different
2: what you were saying. So, as a noted horror Ho- fan, just, yeah. yeah, horror uh-huh. fan, I'm horror sorry, horror fan, I yes.
1: It. Um, what you what are you doing to commemorate the spookiest time of year?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, it's not it, it's not quite come home goth Christmas this year in the UK. I don't think. I, I'm I'm getting all these kind of you know. There's been no spooktaculars once again. Um, mm. I'm uh, I, I I I've been observing what's going on in LA, and it sounds like things are back sort of slowly coming back to normal. There's a Universal Halloween Horror Nights and things like that. That no, everyone's doing faces like no.
0: <laughs> I think this uh, year they're not allowed to come near you. They have to social distance from you at wh- horror horror nights. And not like scary farm and so Shout forth.
2: at you from two meters away.
0: I mean, yes, I genuinely think is isn't, isn't that what's going on, Jordan? You follow these things closer than I. Yeah, so you know, like the big West Hollywood
1: Halloween parade is not happening mm-hmm. this year. So that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a, a bummer
0: fun thing mm-hmm. that uh, you know, it's not reasonable to have. People yeah. are going to have to find new excuses to have sex. It's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be tough, <laughs> but I think they'll yeah. figure well, it out. dressed
1: as a smurf or something. Yeah. If anybody comes up with a good one, let me know. Um if so, but yes, yeah, so I think like the theme park spooktaculars are back in kind of an altered form and basically what happens is that the zombies and ghouls, you know, can't can't jump out. They can't get close right. to you. But like while you're walking, they let you know that their buddy is out in the parking lot keying your car.
0: Oh fuck! It's a fucking yeah. loner. <laughs>
2: The real monster is actually my aunt on Facebook who thinks COVID is a lie. Uh,
1: yeah, think about right. That. They just tell you about the, the horrors of this uh, historical
2: <laughs> It's actually trickle-down capitalism. Oh, God. Yeah. No. <laughs> would you like to buy a key ring of me telling you that? Oh,
0: it's a wolf man. Oh, Joe Manchin.
1: <laughs> People are getting their news from Joe Rogan. <laughs> Musical guest Florence and the Machine My spooky voice Is similar to my SNL announcer voice
2: Um no, I'm trying to, I think the one, th- the one thing <laughs> I feel like I should do for Halloween is, is change my Twitter handle to something uh, spooky, but I'm not mm. feeling the, ba- it's, it, it seems like I, no I don't way. really like being on Twitter and I know it's a very, this is an unusual opinion that no one's ever had before, but I think Twitter is quite <laughs> bad for you and, yeah, and yeah. not a good way for discourse, uh, for people to discourse. But I also kind of need to use it for work and also people sometimes send pictures of like pets reading Bubble. Um, So that's very important. I collate all the pictures of pets, people making sort of forcing their pets to read Bubble. I have a little folder of those pictures that I uh, um, so I must collate those. But I don't. But I think the way to sort of avoid getting sucked into the sort of more horrible side of Twitter would be if I've got like such a stupid, spooky Halloween name that even like spam bots won't want to get into sort of gender critical <laughs> chats with me. You know? like, just fuck off. I'm called like Spooky Yuki, you know, Monster Mash 69 or something. Anyway, so if anyone has any, any suggestions, I've run the gamut of spooky names, I think, because Sarah, Sarah L. Morgan is my Twitter handle. Oh, so yeah. they're scarier. So- this I I did the Simpsons thing of her scary hell Morgan. Um, mm-hmm. I'm open to thoughts going.
1: Yeah, no, let's let's see if we can if we can gang this. So I just want to point out before we move too far away, Brian. I think uh, Monster Mash '69, pretty solid name for the episode. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so you've done. Can I also do-
0: sorry. Can I also pretty solid name for a John Cougar Mellencamp album? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so you've done okay, I was so,
2: working in the lab.
3: Like, <laughs> <that's>
1: what, <laughs> um so what so you've done Sarah Hellmore. Yeah, like
2: James Hellbrooks. Uh, I've gone I've done the sort of Simpsons Treehouse House of Horror versions of my name, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Scara, you've done Scara. Okay. Morgan more Morose. Uh that something? I always, uh, you know, I always, uh, uh, you know, there was a day where I had some, some hope that I might one day write for The Simpsons. That will never happen, but I'm, i I, think that you know, like I was always planning for my Halloween name. Mm-hmm. I was always saying like Jordan Morose. Oh, before. that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that fits in with yeah. yeah. Maybe not quite. It's, it's maybe a little bit of a. Uh,
2: there's, there's. I've had spooky organ music before. That was what, about, so okay. that was...
0: what about Sarah Morgan's monster? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what about actually? It's
2: <laughs> actually the real monster is Sarah Morgan. They used to do it very fast. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, that'll work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, can I let you guys know about a real scare that I had recently? Yeah, I'd love. to. I mean, that.
2: keep it light, but
0: <laughs> <Oof>.
2: I mean, <laughs> like, oh, oh, don't.
0: Did you realize your Honest. life was half over? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on. 3940.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Time to get a Corvette. <laughs> um and this is, you know, and this is something like for you guys, but also, you know, I think I think this is something I've wanted to do with the audience for a while because like, you know, I like trust them and I like, you know, and I know that, that it's a two-way street. You know, trust and, and, um, you know, I think something might come out about me, um, very soon. And I just kind of wanted to get in front of this and like let you guys know.
0: And I just, you know, Jesse, Jesse mm. and Sarah, you're both close friends of mine. And our reputations I- are tied together. So if this is going to be, mm. if you're going to become a, you know, the topic of the day on Twitter, I need to know now. Right, yeah,
1: and I mean, hopefully, just when this comes out, something is happening on Riverdale that will eclipse it. <laughs> yeah, or or Look, Steve Harvey is wearing polka dots yeah. now. Look,
2: you can't eclipse Lady Pinhead again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh.
1: Lady, Lady Pinhead, Pinhead Day was the best day on
2: Twitter.
0: <laughs> um That was a lot of fun. Jesse, did you
1: know there's going to be a Lady Pinhead?
0: You know, I know more more today than I have ever known in my life about Pinhead because my daughter has been telling me stuff about Pinhead. Oh. Uh, She has not seen... In fact, she couldn't remember what Pinhead's movie was called. Right. Um, But she's really into the Garbage Pail Kid parody of (laughs) Pinhead. Oh. uh, (laughs) Where there's like a pizza cutter in the head and stuff. That's funny. Um, so she learned a lot about Pinhead through, through that venue. It's always nice to like just capture your children's passions and use them for learning. And, if, and is she keeping up with <laughs> Pinhead reboot casting news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so who's, who's Lady Pinhead now?
2: Uh, what's the name of the actress? Let me find out. Um, the, the character has traditionally been played by a man in the three films. Uh, oh, So Jamie Clayton uh, is the actor who's playing uh, Pinhead in the film. Uh, in in the in the new reboot uh, by Hulu, um, and it's it has genuinely made people cross on Twitter in a way that is just oh,
1: no no really. you
2: ruined so, someone's childhood. Someone's childhood has been character? ruined by that, and it <laughs> makes me so, yeah no, it, not genuinely my not pinhead. my pin, like they're a, w- woke pinhead <laughs> like,
1: right. Listen, I just want my daughter to be able to see a Pinhead who looks like her. I want her to see herself
0: yeah. in what's
2: my What's my pinhead? son going to do for strong Pinhead role models in the future?
0: <laughs> You're ruining my Pin childhood. Yeah, now that he doesn't have Star Wars. Yeah,
2: so. can't have James Bond anymore.
0: Right. Guy, I was trying
1: to do a fake thing where I was worried about... Listen... Something happened. I'm sorry, Jordan.
2: To I crashed me. your very important news that you need to that's start okay. apologizing for stuff. That's okay.
1: That, I'm yeah, no, get back into my. go back, back, into, go my fake back thing into the
2: here. voice. Um, imagine you're opening a notes app and you're so, going to write an apology and then put that up on Instagram. <laughs> okay, I'm braced. Yes. I'm ready. Okay, I, I'm that's, with you, buddy. That's how it's done.
1: Um, I was so you know I don't I don't I don't typically go into my spam folder on my email. I'm just you know I I'm assuming that you know whatever spam filter is kind of taking care of everything. But, um, you know, I was doing a job recently where we were collaborating on OneNote and, you know, sometimes you, you know, you need a OneNote password and it sends it to your spam, blah, 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 blah. blah. I don't need to explain to you guys how OneNote works. But, yeah. um,
0: I actually have, in my job, we have a few notes, but it's not a big deal. It's just an yeah. important job.
1: So anyway, I saw a spam mail that caught my eye um, and I'm like, well, maybe I should open this thing. Um, so I did, and what I saw was pretty troubling. And I think I just, just to let you guys know, um, I'm just gonna read this verbatim. The title is Jordan Morris. Oh, wow, hold oh. on. I mean, that's your name.
0: So, Jordan, yeah. that's your actual name. So, this is actually yeah, personally addressed yeah, to you. I know Shit. this isn't some miscellaneous mass thing, this is a one to one communication. So, yeah, this is from from Leo from Leo Post. <laughs> and I feel like Leo wouldn't have emailed you directly if this wasn't important. No, I know. And he put my
1: name sort of not only emailed to my email but put my name as the subject line.
0: Yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, what if your assistant is going through the emails and they're not right, sure exactly. to whom to direct it? Exactly. Um, so here we go. Leo Post, by um, the way, is Emily Post's husband. He's also <laughs> very polite. <laughs> so here's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> hola jordan <laughs> wait a minute is this leo poster or is this the guy that fixed my ukulele <laughs> <laughs> hola jordan i do see you really love onanism <laughs> i mean there's From no soul? question if there's one onan like man <laughs> in this recording yes it's my friend jordan Moore. that's true <laughs> self-abuse is your middle name jordan Yeah, so, Sarah, I don't know if, I know you're a big horror fan,
1: I don't know if you (laughs) read the Bible a lot, (laughs) but Onan was a biblical character. They go hand
2: in hand, no pun intended.
1: Yes,
0: Uh, Onan was a biblical character known for spilling his seed. Yeah, I I googled Onan just now, just Mm -hmm. to help you out, Sarah. Yeah, and um, I thought I
2: genuinely thought it was Thor's dad for a minute. I was, I didn't, I was.
0: Really, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't Anthony Hopkins play yeah, Onan? Yeah, there, there is Onan a line side. of Onan RV generators. That's not <laughs> what we're talking about. But there's a section that says people also ask, and I clicked on what did Onan do. <laughs> um, when onan had sex with tamar he withdrew before he ejaculated and spilled his seed on the ground since any child born would not legally be considered his heir the next statement in the bible says that onan did evil and that god slew him (laughs) onan the original mop master of pullout (laughs) That's do people say that? <laughs> that's something that uh, that's something that in seventh grade sex ed, the woman who came from Planned Parenthood said, some people call themselves. It doesn't matter if you think you're an MOP master of pullout. Uh, you still have to wear a condom uh, to be said. And I was like, what? I don't think people say that. I'm 12. She's heard that
2: before. Like, someone said that to her in person. Yeah. Great Metallica album. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Master. 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 (laughs) I spill my seed upon the ground. (laughs) Um, Hola, Jordan. (laughs) I do see you really love onanism. (laughs) Oh, you such a cunty pervert. (laughs) It's that's a now that's a, that's just british stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: i mean he's, ju- he's just being friendly
1: <laughs> i'm not gonna bore the ass off you with philosophy and i'll <laughs> proceed to the point thank you okay <laughs> I, I, I have infected your device with my rogue application which grants me overall overall control you'd better shut off or cover up your webcam on your device when doing this kind of things Possible one can access a film a vid of you. And not only that, during your last playing with yourself, I have recorded a video without your participation. Now my intention is to
0: distribute it to your family and upload it to the web. (laughs) My intention is to participate next time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Except for the chance to film a video utilizing your camera, I have access to your electronic mail and social networking sites' contacts. Hmm. Which oh, is this is now. all making
2: sense now. I wondered what well, that
0: video was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you get a quick time from me, was, do not it open it. It was from Leo no. Post, I what but it's... No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I found interesting was that he was able to manipulate... Uh, Mr. Post was able <laughs> right. to...
1: Leo Post. Leo Was <laughs>
0: able to manipulate your webcam such that I could see whereupon your, your seed spilled right so otherwise it's difficult to make an evaluation
2: why were you near all that stony ground no.
0: that's <laughs> <You went laughs> LA
2: for you I guess yeah, I, love
0: to, I love to jack off in Holland <laughs> <laughs> Newfoundland is my number one place I to climb cannot, I cannot
2: very come very dusty LA this time of year very dusty
1: <laughs> cannot come unless there's a windmill above yeah. me
0: uh, my, wife, my wife knows to prepare for my orgasm when I start uh, lifting my feet up and going, ooh, ow, ow, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: when ow. you put ooh. on some crocs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: train's coming into the uh, station, man. Get, get my
2: sea crocs so you shout at
1: <laughs> I have access to your electronic mail and social networking sites contacts. I think all of them are going to be shocked by your hobby. Nah, not all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who? <laughs> Which?
2: <laughs>
0: no, really? Nah,
2: not shocked. That guy? Does he also like
0: watching Simpsons DVD commentaries? <laughs>
1: I have filmed video of you watching YouTube video on Dark Souls lore. (laughs) (laughs) Why you waste so much time with this? (laughs) I just like item-based world building. Anyway. uh, You, my dear pervert, should to transfer a compensation for keeping me quiet. Then I'll destroy all dirt on you.
0: Even CD-Rs of Japanese fighting (laughs) games from 2002. (laughs) I just want to play Last Blade 2 on Dreamcast. (laughs) I understand. Last Blade 1 was awesome. Got to see what the sequel's all about. Yeah, they
1: really ramped it up with 2. It's the good Last Blade game.
0: Um, you are given forty-eight hours
1: to transfer my remuneration. As soon as you read this message, I will receive notification. Failing this, if you decide to play games with me and neglect me within nineteen six hours, I will present your shameful clip to all your comrades and closest people and <laughs> put it on the net. Mm, this is now, trouble.
0: What are you? Yeah, gonna, what are you going to do yeah. when the comrades find out? The
1: comrades and the net. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> Sandy Bullock's coming after you, buddy. (laughs) Boy, that's the last thing I need.
1: Uh, If I do not receive my... Sandy Bullock's in stony ground. I might have to take advantage (laughs) of the chance earlier and await my award for unlocking, but the matter is that there is not always possible to unblock the device remotely, even after receiving award. But I'll think over this possibility. If I do not receive my money, do not try and get in touch with me, this mail is hacked, and soon the access to it will be denied. Mm. So I was really worried.
2: Shit. I mean, we joke, but that's intense.
1: Yeah, I was really worried, so I just res- responded back with, Hi, Leo, what's onanism? <laughs> 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 nothing. And then nothing.
0: He's a nothing. ghost.
1: Leo's a ghost. So oh, this ghost really is ghost. a
0: spooky Halloween tale. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I had him um, pegged for a wolfman the whole time. You had him pegged? Yeah. Yeah, that's another video I made.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pegged as a werewolf is something I might have looked at. Yeah. Why not? Take (laughs) a
0: look. look. See what a Chuck
2: Tingle book I might
0: have bought in a quiet moment. See what Benicio del Toro did before he was famous. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, a lot of shit goes down at Monster Mash 69.
1: This is this is I this is a a a a popular spam email going around these days, kind of threatening you in this kind of verbose way, about having filmed you masturbating. Um, has has anybody else received one of these? <laughs>
0: no,
2: no one in the world has received this. I email. don't think.
0: I don't think an email has come through my, has slipped through my spam filter in many years. I think okay. I should be looking at my spam filter once in a while. I'm probably getting important messages there. <laughs> <laughs> just just good. run
2: yourself a bath, get a hand mirror.
0: I'm, Check out the old spam, spam filter. filter. Light some candles. I'm checking here. It's <laughs> primarily uh it's primarily just notifications from LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, oh, of, um, I do get a lot of um I do get a lot for 15-ish years, I have been on the email list. So I work very hard to keep my work email off of publicity email lists mm-hmm. because otherwise it would just take over my entire inbox. Um, and so for many years, I we had a special email address for press releases, and I had an auto-reply that said, please send press releases here, or I will mark you spam and put you on the dead list forever. But I think maybe even since we lived in Santa Cruz, Jordan, I have been getting press releases for a record label called Horror Pain Gore Death. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. And... When you get an email, like I just saw this one, it says, Horror Pain Gore Death Productions have premiered the new video from Extreme Death Metal Act, Necro Nemesis, (laughs) featuring Rick Roz of Death Massacre. And like, I just feel like... uh, The Hampshire Death Massacres. I don't want to stop that from coming to me. Yeah, no, I I think you want to know. It's not of use to
1: me, but... I think it will be someday. You will have. This is one of those things. You now you're like, well, why am I getting these emails? I'm getting these emails for you know, ten years or however long. There's going to be a time where you need to book a death metal band for something. Yeah, and this is going to be an invaluable resource. I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe like you know. I mean, if if your daughter is getting into pinhead, it's only a matter of time before she's into death metal, and she's probably going to have a birthday coming up.
0: Yeah, that's true. And it's going to need a little entertainment. Yep and I'm and she's going to want to hear her favorite song from uh from this from this album here uh They Live in the Attic mm-hmm. uh, her favorite song being track 1 Cranial Cranial Disfigurement then in parentheses <laughs> by Fist <laughs> Sarah can I back up to your
1: remark about getting the hand mirror Sure <laughs> so, in yeah. in that scenario is the spam filter the <laughs> uh i
2: i mean i i was i was thinking more vaginally than that but uh-huh. i mean let we can we can we can give this five minutes in the room if you want we can bounce this <laughs> around do. really see you know
0: yeah i think we got to work through kind of got to work through the consequences of this our body ourselves analogy yeah um to make this really count
1: yeah. We, yeah. So I mean, what is the best part of the, you know, erotic, erotic personage, mm-hmm. to be the spam filter? I guess. Would you,
0: <laughs> would you open things up and take a look at the prostate? Maybe it's the butthole. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's the spam filter. Mm-hmm.
0: When you say butthole, you mean turd cutter? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Never
1: say such a thing. <laughs>
0: I've never looked at my parts with a hand mirror, um, but (laughs) I admire those who have, you know, like I like the idea of someone who reads one of those books that the woman brings you from Planned Parenthood in seventh grade, or that, uh, you get from the friendly, well-lit sex store, uh, and then, but like the seventies one, not the our bodies ourselves ish one not uh, not necessarily a newer one, and just gets into it, just goes down there and and takes a look at things. I support that let's get to know our bodies
2: to the American ones because I've discovered this fairly recently, and this isn't a bit this isn't meant to be it's just it's just something that's been plaguing me is trying to find uh, a a sort of our bodies educational book uh for a uh uh for my daughter and finding that. The, the 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 clitoris is excluded from these books. And I found that mind-blowing. Like I thought I just kind of assumed well, maybe the 70s books they're yeah. not in, but even Wait, the modern ones, is it, it's it, sort of considered to be this like, no, we don't tell them about that for long until
1: they're much older. Is it excluded or can they just not find it?
2: Well... <laughs> I feel like I need some kind of like Tonight Show drum roll. Kind of. <laughs> Listen, we would love to include oh, this well, thing. looking the on the wrong page, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Can I, as uh, long? Yeah, no. I think it, it's it's shocking, to me. and I wondered if the states which are sort of famously slightly even more prudish than the UK are about. Do, is that something that comes up in those anatomy? Books? I have
0: to say, um I, as long as we're not being funny, I have a very sincere recommendation <laughs> on this funny. topic. I'm sure there are some parents out there who want to know how to talk to their kids about their bodies, but if for like middle grades kids. For like kids who are maybe below middle school, you know, seven to 11 kind of kids. Uh, There's a really great book called Sex is a Funny Word by Corey Silver. I was literally just
2: about to say that. That's the one book I found. It is
0: such a great, it is such a great book, like totally inclusive, totally age appropriate, but like actually contains a lot of really good information. And um, that person also wrote a picture book uh, called What Makes a Baby that like, just a total home run in our house. Like totally like no obfuscation, but also nothing, um, uh, nothing too explicit and, uh, like very inclusive of ways that babies can become part of families. Both of those books, really great. Corey Silverberg, what a winner. Uh, not funny at all. Uh, but we
2: laugh and we learn. I think that's a Yeah.
0: But yeah, everybody's getting a hand mirror when they turn 14. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Turn 14, I give him a hand mirror and say, take a look at that turd cutter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> take a look at that spam filter. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> See if there's any publicity emails down there. Filter that spam, baby. Cop a squat, kid. We got something to talk about. Um, the one
1: I got as a kid had uh, did not have any actual like photos in it, but it had cartoon characters who mm. looked like they were from... Do you remember that? Like a cartoon from the seventies, the point.
0: Yeah, sure. With like a bunch of Harry, <laughs> Harry Nilsson, Nilsson music songs. In it. Yeah, <laughs> they all looked like um, Harry Nilsson. That's not too bad. They all did look. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing uh, that dirty bathrobe from from Nilsson Schmilton. <laughs> right.
1: So that is that's the one I got, and uh, don't feel like I was actually informed by it. I think that the the quality of those drawings upset me.
0: My parents were good about oh, wow. not making me feel ashamed about sexual stuff. And when I got my first serious girlfriend, um, not my wife, but a a preceding girlfriend, um, and we were doing stuff together, um, my mom got me the Good Vibrations Guide to Sex. Good Vibrations being the local to my neighborhood, um, like lesbian-owned sex toy store. And um, I remember being so disappointed in it because it was a very big book, just like a 300-page book, uh, and it had no pornography at all in it, just zero (laughs) pornography. I remember being so mad that none of it was pornographic in any way. It was all like safety-related advice for acts I would definitely not be participating in for another 10 or 15 years. Is it like dental dams. Yeah, it's, it, was all, it was basically 300 pages uh, if of dental dams. You can't find a dental dams.
2: dam. Use non-microwavable cling film.
0: I think that uh, I think that dental dams speak to the sexual safety of the millennial generation. I think <laughs> almost all of our sex ed for those of us who grew up in in uh, more liberated places, it was almost exclusively dental dam related information. Look, if you're out there and you're using dental dams, let us know. How, how's yeah. it work on that turd cutter? <laughs> 206-984-4-FUN. <laughs> How you damming? Yeah.
2: Has dam technology changed? Colors, flavors, textures, materials.
0: Yeah. You know what <laughs> I did learn about that, about the dental dam that situ- You know, you mentioned, Sarah, that they're always talking about, well, in a pinch, saran wrap. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you call it. Yeah. Did you know that saran wrap is porous? stretch plastic stretch film is porous and so when you this is we're getting right into hints from heloise straight out of the hand mirror here we're really bouncing all over everywhere sorry guys it's just the roids but (laughs) (laughs) oh my god he's cutting up a box run (laughs) but cling film because it stretches it has like holes that grow when it stretches that's how it stretches And so that's why, like, if you want to wrap up something to put in the freezer, but you don't want it to dry out, like you have a, you know, like you're, you're saving a steak for later or something, you wrap it in cling film so that it's, so that there's no air against it because it will be tight against it. But then you have to wrap it over that in aluminum foil or something similar because the aluminum foil is non-porous so that it won't, the water won't be extracted from it, from, uh, from the freezer because the uh, the freezer is uh, desiccant. And what if you want to like eat the steak's pussy? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, then you just go to town. I mean, you gotta put a little. You gotta you gotta take like a hobby knife and give it a little <laughs> down oh, the boy. middle. So there's some, so, so there's a way to get some purchase. Oh, you have to make a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's be on the topic of you don't have to make Jordan. You don't have to make a clitoris. You can just uh, attach a raisin with some peanut butter. <laughs> gonna call it ants on a log <laughs> yep.
2: so there's a very cheap out here by just having me say the word aluminium so. oh there
0: <laughs> you go <Excellent. laughs> well you. done thank you and give the people what they want <laughs> when they hear that word
1: what's an elevator called over there <laughs> say it <laughs> your mom oh nice <laughs> uh, and on the topic of like you know sexual shame or sexual comfort um, and you know kind of where we are with that as a culture um, when I got that spam email um about my onanism mm-hmm. i feel like i was kind of forced to like imagine a scenario where like that's real and like through some sort of like weird you know yeah i don't know how they would distribute it but if like for some you know my email contacts all got a quick time <laughs> of me jerking it i was kind of like forced to like think about like, okay, what would, what would that be like if that were true? And I'm like, would that, how would I feel? And I, and I mean, maybe it just kind of speaks to like where we are, you know, in regards to masturbation as a society, but I was kind of like, eh, whatever. (laughs) Like,
2: I mean, I do have Charlie Brooker's email somewhere. We could see this is (laughs) a complete episode. (laughs) 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 Just specifically you wanking yeah charlie i've got a fucking it's a really good one no think about it for a second what if yeah everyone in the a, world got an email of jordan morris wanking no it has to be jordan morris yeah.
0: <laughs> who's that? <laughs> that's who mr post is interested in watching
1: <laughs> oh yeah i wonder in this scenario is mr did mr post himself oh, derive no. some some excitement from the video of me cranking it yeah he didn't
0: get involved no we know that.
2: He called you yeah. a, a cunty pervert.
1: Oh, yeah. you cunty pervert.
0: But that could be a term of endearment. We don't know where he's from. Oh. <laughs> he could be Belgian. Great Sufjan Stevens album. Yeah, <laughs> really good one. Yeah. Well, let's take a break, guys. We've got phone calls to take. We've got all kinds of stuff to do. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse go I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, Jordan, every single goddamn episode of this show is brought to you by the beautiful people who are members of MaximumFun.org. And when I say you, I'm talking about you, the beautiful people who are members of MaximumFun.org. Thank you very much. Every single one of you. We love you. We're also supported this week by the folks at Smalls. Protein-packed meals your feline friends will love. Yeah, here's what Smalls
1: is, Jesse. It's fresh, human-grade food for cats delivered right to your doorstep.
0: Yes, that's right, Jordan. Human-grade. Yeah. This meat is just as good as the flesh of man
1: <laughs> I think it means Jesse that it's good enough for a human to eat so you know if,
0: if it's good enough for a South American soccer team stranded in the <laughs> Andes it's good enough for your cat the flesh of man from okay, small it's not smalls is it's not it's equivalent it's not equivalent meat, to it's but as it is, good as
1: it's as sure. good that's something a human would eat. And hey, it's delivered right to your doorstep. Jesse, you know this. All cats are obligate carnivores. They need fresh protein packed meals.
0: God damn it. I had they need them, them pegged. I had them pegged as a different kind of carnivore. We should have had a gag going into this flobligate carnivore, but go ahead. No, that was good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh <laughs> Conventional cat food. I pitched uh, it at the Oscars, but fucking Bruce Valanche wouldn't put it on air.
1: Yeah. It's just, I mean, he's, you know, he's just worried. He's yeah. worried that he He
0: said it wasn't in Whoopi's voice. <laughs> uh, so listen, a lot of cat-, cat
1: food that you get at the supermarket. It's made using low quality, cheap meat byproducts, grains and starches, and coated in artificial flavors. Yuck, you don't want that going into your cat no uh smalls they've enlisted cat nutritionists to help complete balanced recipes for all life stages and hey because the cat's getting a better quality meal that litter box is gonna smell a whole lot better if you know what i mean
0: you got a cat would you give your cat the smalls food jordan
1: jesse I've given this cat Smalls and she loves it. And she's a picky eater. I genuinely have a hard time switching my cat's food. Like I've had a couple instances where her food has gotten discontinued and I've had to switch. And it's been a really like picky, weird ordeal. And I've been worried about her. But Jesse, I tried a little bit of the Smalls and she loves it. So I would guess that your cat will probably love it too. Uh, And it's going to lead to a nicer smelling litter box, nicer smelling kitty breath, so you can give them lots more kisses. Uh And hey, uh, if you go to Smalls.com slash JJGo, you can take a short quiz to customize your sampler and use JJGo as your code at checkout for a total of 30% off your first order. That's Smalls.com
0: slash JJGo. Code JJGo. This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we have spoken very frankly on this program about all of the value that we have gotten out of therapy. There are a lot of reasons why therapy can be difficult to access. It might be difficult to access geographically, uh, financially. It might just be hard to get a good referral that you like. Uh, better help is customized online therapy that offers phone video and even live chat sessions with your therapist, uh, so that you don't have to see anyone on camera. If you don't want to, it is an easy and direct way to access therapy and, and it might be the best way to access therapy for you.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I am a huge fan of therapy. My life got so much better, uh, once I started going, um, and it's great. And you don't have to be going through, you know, the crisis of your life, although if you are, it's a great excuse to uh, to check it out. But definitely, it's you know, it's just great for kind of dealing with the stuff that comes at you every week. I think it's really awesome. And uh, BetterHelp is a great option uh, if you want to give it a shot. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash JJGo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash JJGo. You get 10% off your first month.
0: We also have something up on the Jumbotron, a message from Megan. Uh, she's a Jordan Jesse Go listener. She says, do you love to watch TV movies or do you proudly hate watch them? And I want to point out, she did spell those out, what I would call Prince style. Yeah. In the <laughs> Prince manner, yes. letter U, number two. Either way, dive into discussions about Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, and Sci Fi Channel movies every other week by listening to Megan Tripp on Not Another Bad Movie podcast. Past guests include Max Fun Celebrities Alonso Giralde of Maximum Film, Dan McCoy from The Flop House, and Jordan Morris of Jordan Jesse Go. Not to mention all of Megan's IRL pals. You will love, God, who doesn't love Megan's pals? Listen, I love Megan's I mean, pals i love Come on. dan you, i love alonzo you don't have to have gone to high school with megan to be to love megan's pals they're great
1: pals uh yeah i had a lot of fun doing megan's podcast we watch a very we watched a very goofy netflix erotic thriller starring either dylan McDermott or dormant Mulroney. i don't know which i am not doing a bit i genuinely don't remember which one it was, was. it produced
0: by netflix or was I, it just a, on netflix is Netflix have a whole, a whole lane of money that's just going to Dermot Mulroney and delmot Mulroney? Yeah, I, I mean, I think they have a whole financial wing that's just
1: dedicated to like getting those two guys to walk into the shower and you can see their butt for a couple seconds.
0: Search for Not Another Bad Movie Podcast wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe today. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, we'll share... We'll share your birthday wishes, your tell off to your old boss. Probably not that. We, for them, this would, be, this would be a bad way to tell off your old boss. Yeah, probably. Yeah, your boss is going to be really happy to hear themselves talked about it on Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go their favorite podcast. Yeah,
1: but every <laughs> single other instance is appropriate. Yeah. For a Jordan Jesse Go Jumbotron, we love doing them. So, uh, so get over there and buy yourself a Jumbotron. It's fun for everyone. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jessica.
0: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse the Juice Man Thorn.
1: Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sarah Morgan, glad someone
2: dropped out. Yeah, happy to fill in for whoever that no, was.
0: Oh, you're the star. You're our, you're the first choice in our hearts. Yeah, we just we just have to make sure that other people get a chance to get on the show.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> no, we wanted to have you on, Sarah, because this is a uh, this is a block party episode, oh. yeah. and uh, we needed a home run hitter.
0: It's sure. Sarah Morgan season, baby.
2: <laughs> it's Sarah season. Sarah Vowell mm-hmm. last
0: week. Want to smash a line drive? Sarah Morgan's your best bet for a fast ball <laughs> to comedy hilarity.
1: Don't know what those words mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know these are like, these are kind of special episodes. Oh, bless. Because, you know, I was, uh, yeah,
2: I was, I, I was, I, I, I could, I actually momentarily blanked on what my real JJ Go nickname was, but I've remembered it now. What is it? It the European eel smuggler. Mm-hmm.
1: There you yeah.
2: go. Yeah. Because I smuggled you some eels once, Jesse. Sarah once smuggled us some eels mm-hmm. for people who are listening Jellied because eels. it's
0: the block party. That's a real thing that really happened. Yep. And, and Brian they really hate them. foul, them. Just truly disgusting. Yeah. Um, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to give us a call at 206-984-4-FUN or send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org for our segment Momentous Occasions. Now our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, has listened to your momentous occasions and has chosen this one to share with you the world press play brian
3: hey y'all it's brian and forgive me i can't remember the name of this segment i know there's so many but i was on reddit and feeling kind of horny so i typed in gone wild and i noticed that there was a subreddit called gone wilder and i thought this sounds interesting so i clicked on it clicked through then not safe for work thing and it is all just pictures uh in names of gene wilder <laughs> so
0: that's a, yeah and check out some of these dank memes <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm i and that subreddit confused me because i like to crank it to clips from the
0: ryan reynolds movie van wilder Monty mm-hmm. liaison wow he, here goes gene wilder in a bath
2: uh is this gonna? Am I going to get a, a email from Leo Post? Yeah,
1: this? <laughs> yeah. Look out! You are going to get posted.
2: Oh, no, no. <laughs> I saw
1: you looking at John Wilder. Oh, you cunty pervert! Cunty pervert! Looking at memes of Gene Wilder.
2: <laughs> is it like if you get me to say that word, it's okay to then say it for the rest of the we episode? I am just don't checking because I am yeah, not going to be caught in the British there's, slash a woman. There is no question. Again. It's
0: a no question um, it's dicey territory. Okay. Um, when we um, also have this other segment on the show, Sarah. Um, I know you probably know about this, but of course we on Jordan, Jesse go are always coming up with new ideas for segments. We don't just do that same Mm. one momentous occasion segment that we thought of 20 years ago. Um, We also do lots of new segments. We just often, we do make so many that we forget which one we're doing or whatever. So we have people just call in Mm. and let us know at the top what segment they're calling in for of the many that we've definitely thought of ourselves. Not just them calling in something funny they thought of and then putting a name on it afterwards. Um, that's what's happening. Uh, no, it's just that we have a lot of great ideas. Yeah. It's not just yeah. people calling in with almost mm. anything that they can think of and then saying it's for a segment called something or other. Uh, that's not what's happening. We're thinking of original ideas. Copyright Us 2021 Jordan Go Productions. In perpetuity. Norwalk, California. Rivers.
2: Could you explain a bit more? Uh, just no. a tiny bit more. Uh,
0: Brian, just, you want to press play? No, okay.
3: Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, soccer superstar Lionel Messi. Yes. Uh, this is Mike calling in from D.C. with a uh, signature segment. For the signature segment. What was thrown at me today? <laughs> and that answer would be a bunch of Bibles. Uh, there was a protest <laughs> in D.C. this morning. Uh, a bunch of truck, truckers driving through D.C. with their big trucks, uh, honking their horns, running red lights, not letting pedestrians cross. Uh, so I was riding through the mall and some pedestrians were kind of crossing the and the trucks wouldn't let them. So I got out there, blocked the truck, so the pedestrians could go. Uh, this guy lays into his horn on me because he didn't like me letting, you know, blocking him. And, uh, I pointed to the big Jesus mural behind him on his truck and said, you know, Jesus didn't say this. Jesus said love all people or something like that. Um, and his response was to throw a bunch of Bibles at me. Um, I'm Jewish, so I just threw them right back at him. Uh, but, again, I don't know what exactly Jesus said, but I don't think Jesus said block pedestrians uh, in a crosswalk. So, love you guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
1: You know, again, I, when we listen to these calls, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, one detail inevitably sticks out. Yeah. And I think there's one here that that is important. I mean, obviously, this is an insane situation, mm-hmm. but I can't stop... <laughs> thinking about how he said it was a bunch of (laughs) bible
0: who how
1: into the bible do you have to be to where you travel with not just i mean i understand like oh the bible's important to me so i always have one you know while i'm traveling or in my luggage or you know in my big rig yeah how why do you have a bunch? Maybe is the
0: different translations. Maybe different, yeah, translations. maybe different translations. Maybe you got a mm. new international so James, in
1: there. The other maybe ones. you got a, yeah.
0: a like a yeah. a teen Bible for our new age. Good news. A raging nineties yeah. Bible. Yeah, I guess so. I
1: guess maybe this guy's a
2: Gideon sure. Bible, yeah. a Gutenberg uh-huh. <laughs> Bible,
1: <laughs> yeah, flaming hot Bible by Cheetos. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Cashew nuts,
3: peanuts.
2: I was going to do the peanuts bit from Best in Show.
0: <laughs> Harlan
1: Pepper, you stop naming nuts. <laughs> Remember that? Thank you. Thank you yeah. for helping me out there. Um, you know, like when a you know, like when a ninja, like instead of just throwing one ninja star, like holds like a handful of ninja stars and is able to kind of like fling them out to hit multiple targets.
0: Yeah, I think that's what happened that, with the Bible. But with Bibles, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the things is, like, Bibles tend to be pretty unwieldy. Yeah. Like, it's not the first thing I would toss. If I was looking around my truck, it's not, and not just for thematic reasons, but just because uh, it seems like there would be something easier to throw in there. Yeah, right? Like uh, Burger King coupons? Yeah, like Burger King coupons. Something you could really do some fucking damage with. How about some Kids Club toys? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you got most recently from the Burger King Kids Club. Like a fucking figurine of IQ. Yeah, (laughs) he's my Jesus. (laughs) That's who I
1: pray to. (laughs) Sarah, I imagine you guys didn't have the Burger King Kids Club over there, right?
2: Oh, um, I think we did actually. Uh, I mean, they might have been different. I do remember, and this, the the, there was uh, one of them uh, was a wheelchair user, and they were called wheels or tires. Yeah. It was that's all I remember of the Burger King Kids Club. I just think, yeah. Was there more to them than that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it was the, just the, that, presumably. The, the
1: most <laughs> distinct thing about the Burger King. I remember Kids when Club. they made
2: the Burger King hot. That was different, wasn't it? When the guy who was the guy who played the Burger King, then they recast him as a sexy man. That was weird.
1: Oh, maybe we didn't get that. Oh, we still okay. have the, we still have the like kind of upsetting, Ooh, you know, kind of the, yeah, we still have the upsetting mascot. Ugh. We have not gotten the oh, man. fuckable Burger King. Although, I mean, maybe you could argue that to some, the mascot is fuckable.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm now Googling Burger King, sexy man, British and seeing what happens.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Leo Post just emailed me again. Ah, no. <laughs>
0: This is just clips of Willy Wonka. <laughs> the Burger King Kids Club really is an example of what people thought diversity was in 1990. Sure. There's two girls out of six, because there's the girl who likes sports, Boomer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, Boomer.
0: <laughs> okay, Kids Club. <laughs> there's one disabled person. There's one dog. Jaws has a, Jaws has a, a flat top. You know-
1: They're actually, they did. I mean, obviously, like, you know, we kind of described this and it is a little bit like retrograde. It is definitely from another time, but um, they are bringing them back. And they do know they no longer have the wheelchair
0: user, but uh, in his place, Lady Pinhead. Oh, well, now they're double ruining my childhood, Jordan.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to punch it up as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's who you're
1: going to get. Yeah. That's who you're going to get. Just going to punch up the kids club. Right.
2: Bring, just sort of bring a bit of kind of rea- reality, a bit of kind of, you know, not take it too seriously. They're
0: going to break the fourth wall and talk to the camera <laughs> about <laughs> fries. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse Go.
1: La, la, la. Hey there i'm ellen weatherford
0: and i'm christian weatherford and we've got big feelings about animals that we just gotta share
1: on just the zoo of us your
2: new favorite animal review podcast we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels
0: and how it doesn't rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness ingenuity and aesthetics
1: guest experts give you their takes informed by actual real life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks cheetahs and sea turtles It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with
0: us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us, which can now be found in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org.
1: Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
3: La, la.
1: From the internationally acclaimed creators of Who Shot Ya? comes the movie podcast Maximum Film. Starring producer and film festival programmer Drea Clark as a woman bound by passion. I saw this eight months ago on the festival circuit, and I loved it. Film critic Alonzo Duralde as a man corrupted by greed. Why watch one Hallmark Christmas movie when I can watch seven? and comedian Iffy Wadiwe as a man protecting a love that society simply won't accept.
0: I think Pacific Rim is a perfect movie.
1: And if you can't accept that, then I want you out of my life. From the makers of the movie podcast, Who Shot ya? comes Maximum Film. That's right, we changed the name of our show to Maximum Film. But don't
0: worry, we're still a movie review show that isn't just a bunch of straight white dudes.
1: So tune in to Maximum Film at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: La, 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 la. it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse the juice man thorn jordan morris boy detective sarah morgan european eel smuggler uh it's been a joy to have you back on the program sarah yes. as it always is
2: always a pleasure
0: where can people hear you podcasting
2: oh god um yeah i haven't done uh, any episodes of my podcast for a long time because of um everyone else doing their podcasts during lockdown i thought i'd give everyone else <laughs> a chance
1: <laughs> thank you for creating
2: space for yeah, us. yeah i just i just thought i'd make some room um for everyone else to get a podcast out um, i am going to i'm doing some more i'm recording some more um i think i can say my uh, next guest is going to be uh nick mohammed from the ted lasso program who uh, oh. so he's my he's going to be my halloween spooktacular guest and there'll be other horror people on it. Yes, I do a podcast called The Fear. It's about uh funny people talking about what they're scared of. Um uh Jordan Morris has been a guest. I hope Jesse Thorne will be one day soon. Love
0: to, anytime.
2: And I have nothing else to say on the subject. Well
0: you also have you also have a smash hit book in stores right oh, now. Oh yeah.
2: I mean that that book's fantastic. Um yeah. looks great, smells great, reads great. <laughs> um i meant to say so last that's your time top 3 things yeah exactly i meant to say last time i was on we really should uh, say a big thank you to all the the max fun people who wrote on the original podcast as well because obviously we adapted their stuff as well and i meant to shout out to them last time there was some uh, jordan i'm sure you can uh mention some of the writers who worked on the show um
1: yeah, absolutely. So uh, because so we didn't we say we should... thank you
2: last time, and I really meant to, because obviously we were adapting adapting them for the book as well. So
1: yeah, yeah, let's let's definitely do that. I should say that. So uh, we are talking about Bubble, the uh, Max Fun scripted podcast that uh, is now a graphic novel that you can uh, buy wherever you get your books. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, Sarah and I uh, wrote the script for it, but it was based off a, a podcast that uh, that um, we both worked on. But also, uh, Jordan you created.
2: I wrote an episode of. Lots of other people contributed.
1: Yeah, we had a uh, we had Ryan Perez in there. We had a Janine Burrito in there. A Jane Borden, uh, Riley Silverman, Danielle Radford, um, John Gutierrez. Um, Uh, Oh, yeah. Nick Weiger, uh, our buddy Nick Weiger from the Doughboys, uh, uh, punched up a couple of those scripts. And uh, yeah, it was like a totally, totally awesome team of people. Dan Kennedy. How can we forget? Uh, Our buddy Dan Kennedy. all day. You
0: know, I just went on uh, Dan Kennedy's podcast, Uh uh, KPODD, with uh, our friend Ben Harrison. I got to appear as... And they do a morning show from 1998, mm-hmm. a morning radio show from 1998, and I got to be their uh, television greengrocer, stopping by. Hey, there you go,
1: fantastic! I taught
0: them what to do to to fight scurvy. <laughs> they both have scurvy; it's a big problem for them. They're roommates. <laughs> in addition to being co-hosts
1: um yeah and total like yeah thanks to everybody uh who works on the podcast thanks to everybody who's gotten the book and uh sarah mentioned there was a nice little run of people tweeting photos of their pets reading the book more please more 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 listen
2: force your cat in front of a copy of bubble and have them look a bit awkward the cat We will, will, we will not accept Kindle like it. submissions or or ebook submissions. Just as long as the cat looks upset about it, they're <laughs> the best ones.
1: So yeah, obviously a lot of great dogs, a lot of great cats, a few great bunnies, but we got a chinch. We got a chinchilla. Uh, that's bingo. Yeah. So yeah, definitely uh if if you liked the book, uh any 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 social media post you does you do want to do about it really helps if you want to review it on a popular uh site that accepts book reviews that's awesome uh but yeah and if oh and hey you know holidays coming up uh would make a great gift for the comic book lover in your house they do not have to have heard the podcast but if they have they'll
0: like it double you know who the comic book lover in my house is jordan Hmm. millionaire bruce wayne (laughs)
1: <laughs> really, that guy? He,
0: he and I went to high school together And we got to talking Yeah, and
1: Big comic book anyway. guy, huh?
0: Yeah He's a rich guy No, still. he's a big lover Yeah, he's a rich
1: guy yeah. So he probably has a lot of like um, Like limited edition covers mm. Yeah
0: <laughs> Like hologram covers A lot of hologram stuff. covers He's got a, like one. the yeah, Watchmen
2: guys. that they release Like every five years Like the ultimate Watchmen And he's like, I've got <laughs> it yeah. But like this one's yep. got like six extra pages of some that pirate shit in the middle. And I'd like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Pirate parts. You know uh, that the Watchmen. The ultimate. What are the, what's the pirate parts about edition? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a parody of something I'm not familiar with?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. Every couple of years there's like, hey, remember that edition of Watchmen you bought five years ago? Well, yeah. It's a piece of fucking shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Weekender. Alan problem. Moore
1: really hates this version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is kind of cool, related to Bubble, because of Sarah and I's last name. We are often uh, Bubble is often next to Alan Moore books in a bookstore. Yay! Oh. So we might have nice? some people accidentally buying it because they think it's a sequel to The League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen.
2: <laughs> also, because of my name being the same name as a popular romance author. I oh, quite yeah. often oh. get mail for her and she gets mail for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Isn't that sweet? So she is quite annoyed that I went into book writing because when I was just a TV writer, <laughs> it was fine. And now on Twitter, I think she's slightly pissed off by the fact that I have an Amazon <laughs> clicky thing. Uh, so thank you, Jordan, for helping me annoy a very rich woman um, who seems quite
1: nice. Do you think there's people who bought the book thinking that... It was from the other Sarah Morgan who are pissed that it's not hornier.
2: Yeah, it's like she writes very specific like Christmas themed romances, and um, I think there's a there is I suppose there is a Christmas scene in Bubble, but it comes no, right to the Christmas end. It's theme. not it's not really a Christmas themed novel.
0: Have you guys seen just on the subject of? I, look, we're ending this show, but yeah. have you guys seen on the subject of uh, rich romance authors? Have you seen a picture of Danielle Steele's desk?
1: <laughs> this is the eighth time we've talked about Danielle Steele's desk on the I podcast. I
2: think I post it like, I think I always have it ready to go when there's a lull on the internet. Like, wow.
0: It's Just the best. the greatest. It's the a o- pile of Danielle The Steele only
1: books. topic we've covered more than the female gremlin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah Morgan has been our guest. Her podcast is called The Fear. The book is called Bubble. Uh, you can catch her writing for television and radio programs in the United Kingdom, most particularly, um, our producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, Valerie Moffat on the stream. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, maximumfun.reddit.com, hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. Uh, you can find Jordan and me on Twitter at Jordan underscore and at Jesse Thorne. We are on Instagram as well. I'm at put.this.on Jordan is at Jordan D. Morris, right? Jordan David Morris. Morris. Jordan David Morris. Bad handle. I should change it. And that's all right. You're doing your best. What are you going to change it to? Jordan is in comedy or something?
1: (laughs) Real comedy Jordan.
0: (laughs) At real comedy Jordan.
1: Monster Mash 69.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so is my Halloween name now going to be Monster Mash 69 or something else?
1: Oh boy. I like, actually, it's Sarah Morgan's monster.
2: Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah.
1: You know, if we're going to go with
0: something we brainstormed here. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Maximumfun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
0: Audience supported.